0: Hello, you wonderful bunch. This week, we're having a really um, just a heartfelt conversation around what to do if you've stopped drinking, but your partner hasn't. It could also be that you're having you're on some kind of journey that isn't to do with stopping drinking and your partner's not on the same page or they don't understand it. And, and all, all the things that can come with that. And this is, you know, we t- we hear this spoken about a lot on coaching uh, programs and in our groups, and we just wanted to put together something for that. So that's pretty cool. Now, just before we do a really, really special announcement, I've been creating some content for the amazing team over at Lit. Now, Lived is an app that's really amazing. It's like, kind of like an ecosystem to help people in their first year of stopping drinking and beyond, but it's very powerful for that first foundational piece. And there's a collection of, of people in there that are making content. All of it's kind of like audio podcast based, which is pretty cool. And I have just create created a course for them called uh, How to Unleash Your Sober Rebel. Now, if you're interested, if you'd like to go check that out, you can download the app for free. I've put the link in the show notes, um, which is, yeah, so click just all you need to do is click the link and you'll be taken through to either Apple or Google or wherever you listen from. And um, yeah, you can download the app for free. You can have a look around. And if you want to subscribe to it, it's super affordable. As you'll see, the monthly cost is, is really, really affordable. And it's a really great platform. I love the team and what they're up to. So I'd love to see some of you over there. Um, and it'd be lovely to have your support on the content that I'm putting up over there and, and things like that. Right, team, that's it. There's another really special announcement coming next week, which I'm super excited about. Some of you might be able to guess what that is. Some of you won't have a clue, so I'm going to leave, I'll leave that hanging. So, it's, uh, so you have to tune in next week. <laughs> um, right, without further ado, I'll hand you over to me and Ellie. See you in a sec. Bow, trigger wow, wow. How's my sound? Is
1: that okay? I thought
0: you were going to say, how's my Sam? How's that? Yeah, how's I'm all my... right. And how's that's my it? Sam? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. It sounds, and you sound all right as well. Awesome.
1: So let's go then. So we are here today on this fabulous Tuesday to bring you something very uh what's the word? Um interesting. That's not the right word. I think what it is, is it? Interesting. Uh yeah. Well, let's just go with that because my brain is not taking over anything else right now. So we are here to talk to you about some stuff, including what on earth to do. Oh, no, hang on a minute! I was about to frame this the wrong way. You're I've doing got it to wrong reframe way, it, haven't I? This I'm is going brilliant. to do it the right way. We so uh, have you ever been in that situation where you have stopped drinking, but somebody close to you hasn't? Fucking annoying, isn't it? Really annoying. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how annoying it is and what to do about it.
0: I love it. This is a curveball because just just before we started, we decided we were gonna talk about our other topic first. So now I'm uh, quickly oh, shifting my uh my psychology to our to our new theme. And it is horrible.
1: No, we no, we agreed. This was agreed because we said if we did the other one first, we'd go down a rabbit hole. No, that's why I said why we should do it first. Oh, I thought we were doing a second, saw so that we would be time bound. Well, we, don't,
0: we don't. We don't need to bore our listeners with this, do we? Do you still think this subject's interesting? Yeah, it's well interesting. It's right. Great. I just thought we were more likely to end up in a Sam and Ellie rabbit hole with the other one, but you never know, dear. That could very easily happen with this one as well. So, oh yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So we're kind of. So it's a bit. It's a bit. There's a great way of thinking about it is, uh, you know, what to do if someone's still drinking and we've stopped. But it doesn't have to be that like the the patterns and what we're going to talk about today, they could kind of apply to anything. So maybe um, you're on a some kind of personal development journey and, and your partner's just not interested in it or, you know, it, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be alcohol. Right. Um, but I think we hear this a lot in coaching groups. And I think it can feel particularly when we live with people and when we're very close to people, Um yeah, we, ha- we can sometimes feel like we're on different paths or we're looking in a different direction and it's really real for people, right? So yeah, mm. it's really worth talking about, I think.
1: Mm. I love how you described, you might be on a personal development journey and your other half just not interested in it. Yeah. Oh, it's just one of one of those fads again. Sam's <laughs> on one of his fads. Yep. <sighs>
0: Been there. I'm trying to figure out my mic. I, still, I cannot get used to this new microphone. Anyway, sorry, people, if I'm... I think we're all all,
1: this, all the things that people don't need to know about.
0: They're discovering.
1: they are discovering. Yeah, it's a, it's a realm of discovery. Right, where are we going to start then, Mister Sam? With this one. Was um is was this your experience at any point?
0: I um, suppose not. Do you know what? For whatever reason. So Robin, she's never really been a drinker. Actually, we should get her on the podcast some point because she. She's never really been a drinker because it always made her feel really sick. Um, Mm. So she's never really drank more than like a beer. Um, Mm. So she just has goes out and has fun and dances. And she knows that alcohol is just not required for any of that. So she's been a great teacher for me. Um, And then, yeah, even in my previous relationships, even when I was struggling with this, for whatever reason, um, my partner was often not a heavy drinker. Um, And they gave me the grace all credit to them to go on this journey myself they they didn't try and enforce it on me any sooner than i needed to or any of that kind of stuff so i think i was kind of lucky in that regard um yeah i don't know so it's yeah it's not really but but i know it's very very common and i can imagine mm-hmm. that um you know to suddenly i mean because it's a big thing and and if you think about so the person who's decided to stop drinking or to um to go on whatever journey they're on there can be a lot of change quite quickly people can Mm. have a lot of realizations a lot of insights really really quickly and and relationships can often be built on shared experiences around alcohol right so it might be friday night on the sofa watching a movie or it might be going out together or it's always that bottle of wine on a sunday or whatever Um, and so i think it can it's multifaceted because sometimes the other person in the relationship can innocently feel kind of threatened by it because there's change and they mm. they didn't see it coming maybe so i don't know if that's a place to start or just a reflection at the beginning or mm. yeah
1: yeah But um just i'm just thinking back to when i stopped and uh we saw so this was a, the december going into the january and at the time my husband um decided he was doing dry january and I remember him going off to this conference, big business conference, somewhere in Europe. And I'm thinking, there's fucking no chance he's come- <laughs> there's no chance he's coming back from that sober. Not like zero chance because it was it was a huge event, and he had to present in front of you know hundreds of people and all of this. And I remember him coming back, and he was really proud of himself because he hadn't drank. And he said, and he was literally mm-hmm. out of hundreds of people there, there was him and like two or three other people that weren't drinking. And quite typically, everybody, mostly Brits, got smashed and, you know, ruined the next day and all of that. And so he he actually went through, right through January and then into February. And then I think he chose to drink. I think we had, like, friends around for dinner or something, and he chose to drink. And because we hadn't been drinking, there was, uh, he didn't have any, so he was a beer drink, he didn't have any beer in the house. And there was only wine. And he started drinking wine. I'm thinking, like, you don't even like wine. Like, what a funny thing to do. And uh, from that point on, it was. I think he, we had like another dinner out with friends. And it was the same thing. And then one night, I heard the car keys going. I was like, where Where are you off to? And he went, Oh, just just going to the garage. And I went, Ooh, that's a slippery slope. And sure enough, it was. Um, and and that and that was kind of the beginning of something really shifting in, in what you're talking about in that uh I was kind of accelerating through all this stuff. I was going into coach training and I, I can't talk about how it felt for him, but from my perspective, it was uh in learning all the things that I was learning about alcohol and how it worked with the brain and body and it it was uh like I had my own feelings around him going back to drinking and it felt, I remember describing it to somebody once as it feels like I'm watching a car crash about to happen and there's there's literally nothing that I can do about it. And so the thing that was really useful for me at the time was having people around me that understood the situation that I was in and were very encouraging around helping me to stay out of it and not try and interfere in his journey and this is the thing like it's it what whether it's alcohol or whether it's personal development or whether it's a fad that you have like mm. it's it, it we we have to allow for that separation we have to allow for um, each of us to coexist with our own experiences and nothing nothing is Either better or worse than another, it, it just is as it is. And that where this whole podcast came from was a question that somebody brought up to me, and it was so interesting the way that it brought it up because right there in the question was the big, um, the big neon arrow pointing to, well, there's the resistance. The resistance is right there in that you have an expectation or a will for something to be other than it is. And and possibly even a sliver of judgment around how it should be, and and of course that that's where our suffering comes from. So it it it's it is a there's no doubt about it. It's a really difficult thing to go through. Um, but the the easiest route through it is the one I was counselled through, which is to try and let let go of orchestrating it somehow because you're not going to it's it's not down to you
0: yeah really um that's see that's really powerful because i i think a lot of people when they come and ask the question they are looking for they were it as like tools and tactics what can i do and it's funny because when we had a discussion about this before um it's funny because today we end up we ended up having quite a long discussion about these things, um, even before we've recorded. But everything that we spoke about was actually kind of like a, it was like a, how can we raise our level of understanding? More like a philo- philosophical questions around what's happening and, 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 and being in love and understanding and, and looking at the fact that we're in separate reality tunnels rather than tools and tactics so that we can cut all those kinds of things because I think a lot of us we've got those you know we're not they're they are they there are plenty um and some of them can be helpful um and we can set boundaries and stuff but I think what you've said about not orchestrating it and trusting something bigger than you, you no know, actually trusting who you really are to guide you on it is really powerful like you need a lot less than this you don't need any more I think a lot of people think they need something extra to be able to navigate this and actually, I think you need a lot less than that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. love how you put that.
1: It, it just feels weird. It feels weird because it's, it's not how we are conditioned to, to live like we're every day. I talk to people that just like me have this illusion of control, you know, we're, we're somehow in control of what's going on. And, sort of start to move into that place of allowing and not trying to have things be a certain kind of way um living in that unknown space like it it can feel really destabilizing and part of that is the brain's nature of wanting to predict what's going to happen mm-hmm. but when you recognize what's going on you can mm-hmm. drop back from it it's It's a really strange thing to talk about because, like, there isn't there isn't like a prescribed way of of doing this, but it's really important that at some point in our lives we get this because otherwise we're going to just continue to suffer unnecessarily.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I sort of said to you that when we were, for whatever reason, when we were talking about it, the the question of, well, what are, what are relationships for came up? Because I think for many of us, myself included, for the longest time, I thought the point of a relationship was to kind of, to be happy. So, you know, for, so both of you to come together to help each other be happy. And that was kind of like the, the reason behind it. I think the danger of, of that kind of, um, and it's innocent, right? We get, that's like what we get taught in Hollywood films and all the rest of it. We get all these kinds of things, but ultimately um, it looks like relationships are here to make us conscious, to wake us up, to help us grow and evolve, to help us figure out who we are, to a shared platform as as equals who who support each other, but we don't need each other in order to be okay. I think I think a lot of us as well, we we end up innocently in codependent relationships because we believe that we need the other person or that we need them to be okay in order for us to be okay when actually and and i think the fear is well well if that wasn't there like where's the kind of like what what would be holding the relationship up but actually the the magic is in knowing that you're completely okay and healthy and whole just as you are and that you get to share something with somebody else and that Mm. you're growing together and evolving together And then as a byproduct of that, often we end up in feelings of happiness or joy and those kinds of things. Um, But I think if that's the aim, we can end up, it can get sticky because if, so take for example, somebody who that's their kind of framing of, of, of the relationship and then it, and everything's been status quo for a while and then something changes, like we're talking about here it suddenly becomes very easy for one part, one person or the other to blame the other person um, Mm. for the fact that their feeling state has changed when actually we're all living in our own reality tunnel. It's, it's not coming from the other person. It's coming from our thinking about what's going on. Mm. And so, so it looks like it's insights in that realm. Like it's looking in a different direction to where a lot of people might think we want to go with it. Because I think underneath the, thing that a lot of people want which is how can I how could I try and get my partner to also be where I am No, yeah. that's not the answer either um because you can't hurry someone on there like you said this isn't like a hierarchy thing like what's right for one person and another I mean who knows right it's we can't hurry people along because if we do try and do that then we end up in we can we can resent each other and, and these kinds of things can end end up happening um so there really is a a a trusting thing here and trusting in the fact that the love that you've got for each other will will help guide both of you the wisdom that's in there and if it guides you to big decisions that you didn't expect that's okay too that's okay too um and i think that's what a lot of people are kind of I mean, like I said, uh, like I've said again and again, wisdom doesn't follow rules. And as soon as we stick rules on top of it, we can. So, yeah, I mean, it looks to me like following your inner guidance on this one is, is really, really powerful.
1: Mm. I like how you put that. And th- th- this is the thing that I want everybody to know is you do, you don't need to be afraid of where your intuition guides you. Sure. You can always be hopeful, always be hopeful, and you can always have a, a you know a vision of where you might like to be, and um, but recognizing what's yours and not trying to encroach on somebody else's territory or enforce something on somebody else. Because it, it, that, that won't end well. It's, it's never going to end well. Mm. You know, we can hope for things to work out. We can have faith that things are going to work out the way that we would like them to. But as soon as we hinge our being okayness on that, yeah. then we're in we're in sticky territory. So it, it's a really interesting place to spend time, but the more, the more that we can release, the more space there is for the, the 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 things that we're really looking for and the things that we would like to have. Um, but I I, I, I I don't want anybody to be afraid of because this is the thing. Like you look ahead and it, you start to make up all of the scenarios of what might happen again like that's the brain's job is to to predict to do that but that that's not helpful it's it it, typically all that does is put more stuff in the way creates more energy that is um you know it, it thickens everything you know uh and things are going to be the way that they're going to be. And you can can inspire other people and you can influence other people from afar, Mm. but it's going to be far more effective if it's done from like your seat of intention as opposed to Mm. some cognitive processing and Mm. problem solving and trying to make things be a certain kind of way.
0: Yeah, it looks like a, almost like a soul to soul thing. Because if you think about it, like, if you think about this sort of levels of communication, there's the level of communication at words. um, Mm. Hang on one second. Coughing, it's not really (laughs) like me. Um, But there's also this, like, if you want to communicate from the space of who you really are, like, your, like feelings come from inside of us. Uh, that our partners are not powerful to generate feelings. We have beliefs and assumptions and all that kind of stuff going on and it generates stuff for us. But the moment we start to see that we are, we're in the middle of our own reality and that we're not a victim of any of the circumstances that we happen to find ourselves in, our feelings are coming from inside of us. Things start looking really, really different, and if you're on a journey to be alcohol free, and you're blowing from it, and you're feeling, you're finding yourself um, at home more. You're feeling more peaceful. You're feeling more joyful. That, without a doubt, like the kind of natural vibration that that kicks off is the if your partner is ready to sort of make make a decision to go alcohol free or something like that that's the way that they're going to do it. But it's like, we can't even kind of think into that. It's almost not even like a felt intention. It's like a soul's, if you follow your soul's path, if you follow what's right for you based on your wisdom, if your partner is at the point where they're going to feel that, then they're going to feel that. And they're going to, and if they're not, then that's okay. It's not like a, and it doesn't necessarily, you don't have to be on exactly the same page in order to, I mean, you, it's just like a i guess a nice way of framing this would be i think i said to you before the call i can't i heard this on a call once and it really struck a chord with me that if someone's like for me for example i like you know going and building the business and doing the podcast and doing all these things and i've got all these ideas robin doesn't she's not kind of drawn to those things she's drawn to completely different stuff but she's my biggest fan and i'm her biggest fan and i don't need her to you know, be understanding all that stuff and coming on all these coaching calls and she's on her own journey and I really respect it. And I think I've got so much to learn from her because we see the world like really differently. Um, and that's really, that's really beautiful and that's really amazing. And I think in previous relationships that I've had both, um, romantic and, you know, with family or whatever, I've sort of felt that my role was to try and make the other person see the world like me. When actually it's curiosity about how they see the world, and then connecting at the level where everyone's the same—that's that's that's the kind of magic of it. And I, so yeah, I mean, all that said, I think it's just to kind of underline again and again and again what you said that this is not like a—it's not cognitive. If you if your light starts shining brighter, someone else, some of them are like, "Whoa!" Like I can't can't believe the change in you. Mm. Um and yeah they they may well just be like i'm going to i'm i'm doing it too i like am I'm, I'm coming i i want what i want what you've got right mm. Mm.
1: and and if and if that isn't the case then there's nothing wrong with that either sure other than the experience that you create for yourself that what you you said something a little while ago about growing growing together but we can grow separately too mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean that um there's no connection but it might be a different form of connection so our uh we, you know we what can be helpful is moving out of any rigid view of any relationship in your life of how it's um, how it is, how it should be, because everything, everything as we you know talk about a lot, it's it's all transient. Th- things are going to shift and change, and the more flexible that you can be, the more accommodating you can be, the more uh, that you can take that that stance of allowing, then it's going to be an easier ride all the way around and you've got more chance of having points of connection the points of connection might look very different so in my life right now my points of connection mm. with my husband very different and it's not to say that anything's good or bad or worse than or better than it's it, it's different we've grown we've grown in we've grown separately and we've grown together in a very different way and seeing the the beauty in that and being able to uh, it's almost like putting your arms around it like it's 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 a a sacred wonderful thing it, it but on the surface it might look really um, turbulent you know or really um, cataclysmic. You know, separation. Wow, you know, that's a big thing. Well, yeah, it is. In one sense, it is. It's a fucking massive thing. But on the other hand, for each of us to be able to grow in the way that we're meant to, individually, and then have this new coming together, this new point of connection, then. You know, it, it doesn't negate the the difficulty, the challenge, the um, the emotional ride, but neither would I want it to. It's all it's all just part of it. But when we can get out of a place of judging it to be a certain kind of way, or oh, it should be like this, or um, it was meant to be this, what like that? That's where all of your suffering is. That's where mm-hmm. all of your suffering is, and it's and, and that's all known world. There's nothing new there, nothing really interesting there. You know, opening yourself up to what might be possible. Wow, this is interesting. It's scary a little bit, but that that's where that's where the interesting new stuff is. In yeah. whatever shape that that you know takes place in your own relationships.
0: Mm. For whatever reason, the image that came to me was well i think a lot of us were kind of enmeshed with the people that are very in our lives so that we spend a lot of time with so i think the important thing is that the is that the ground the soil is like that that's where everything's coming from so if you think about family or if you think about partnership or any of that the you know the kind of love and connection and all the stuff that's much much deeper than any kind of belief or opinion about this kind of stuff this just kind of like knowing that it's like spiritual right it's like a for it's like a formless connection that we have with the, with the people around us that soil is super important and i think it's very possible for all of the different like members of a family or, or two people in a relationship or whatever to kind of grow in their own way even though they're in the the kind of their close proximity in the same soil and i think a lot of people they grow to be meshed and we can, you can innocently, we can, we can choke each other because we're kind of like, we've kind of got these ideas about how it should be when actually the beauty is in seeing that, no, it's okay. Like, I'm, this is such a funky metaphor, but I, like, I'm an oak tree and you're a, you're a peanut bush. Like it's uh it's, it's what fine. The fuck? They're bushes and they peanuts. Here we go. Here we go. I think they, they grow underground, don't they? They're legumes. They're not even nuts. Check that out. Pretty sure that's true. But yeah, do you know what it's I mean? It's like talking about I'm bushes. Like, look at me, look at me in my peanut bush glory, and you're this—you're a—you're a big oak tree. But we grow from the same ground, and we can. I love the fact that you're an oak tree, because sometimes it's great to have your vista and your view. And sometimes when we want some nuts, I'm great for that. So it sort of just depends. I just you know, it's but it's true. It does look true to me that there's a deeper true communication is not. Is, is is behind the mask effectively mm. and mm. that's the space from where the magic comes and that's the place from where you will be guided as these changes happen um because i mean you can try keep yourself the same if you like but that fucking sucks like if, if it's if it's time to shed your skin and and grow then it's time um and every time in my life i've kind of ignored those knocks they come back louder and louder and louder and I've ignored them at my peril. And very often, a lot of the things that I've been most afraid of happening, like you said, they haven't happened, or I've had insights and realizations along the way, or like if I think about um, like my relationship with my dad and with my brother and with many of my mates and all these kinds of things, a lot of the fears that I had about becoming an alcohol free and what becoming an alcohol becoming alcohol free and what it would mean and all this stuff. total opposites happened like i've got a much deeper connection took a little while for us to figure it out sometimes and also it can absolutely be the case that if we wake up to the fact that we have been been enmeshed and there isn't any kind of like differentiation between us and our partner for example it's absolutely possible for us for that to start for us to kind of um in a really beautiful and conscious way find that differentiation but and stay together um know or if it if it becomes very apparent that that's that's not the that's not on the path then that's then that's okay too like we've been talking about um but yeah yeah it looks to me that tools and tactics and stuff they're they're gonna pale in uh significance compared to the wisdom that you that you've got going for you the very thing that's guiding you to go on this journey in the first place and ask the question um yeah yeah
1: it's, it's all about that openness, the recognition that like everything changes and grasping and trying to hold on to things being a certain kind of way. It's the, there, There's your cause of suffering, going right back to the beginning of this, your, your resistance, that like, there it is, there it is. Every day we talk to people that want to find more peace in their life or ease and th- it, it, it th- this is where it's going to come from uh not from employing specific like t- tools and tactics have their place but you could argue that's another form
0: of form of resistance I, I think orientation is important as well um because I don't think there's no point. We don't want to end up in any kind of denial or pretending that, you know, there maybe there's some conversations that we kind of just know that we've got to have or we don't want to deny those things, but we don't have to see the whole thing as a problem. Like if we're in problem orientation, we'll see it as one. But if we're in and we'll feel like a victim, we'll feel like, oh, God, like I'm disempowered. I don't I can't do anything about this. This is a really shitty like circumstance. I'm stuck. There's you know, and we 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 just innocently lose our creative power. But the moment we see it as a because it's not a problem. It it is as it is. You just drop that and, and orient towards what can I create from this? You might be really surprised what comes from that. Because that's where your that's where your power is. That's where your power is. You can always create something. And look, there are there are very difficult things that happen. So I've worked with a number of people for whom they feel like It's become very very difficult because their partner for example might be trying they feel like they're they're trying to manipulate or coerce them back into drinking or they're because they're that's where they still are Mm -hmm. and in those moments their wisdom is guiding them to be um courageous and you know have a conversation or or whatever makes sense to them Mm -hmm. like that can like there's no point pretending that it's all it's always unicorns and rainbows like those kinds of things can happen um and it's it's very important to trust your mm. gut with those sort of things because that's not th- like there's we don't have to we don't have to be okay with that we don't have to you know we can we can create something positive you know create something for ourselves positive even from those scenarios and those situations as difficult as they might be and if you're feeling lost in your head about it and these are particularly difficult things sometimes because sometimes the one person that we might talk to suddenly we feel like we can't talk to them about it and we can be very in our head about it and then we're going to be innocently kind of a little bit disconnected from the this wisdom space that we're talking to so then it can be very powerful to just get it out talk to somebody talk to a coach talk to get in get into some kind of coaching group talk to other people that have been through the same thing that kind of stuff just to give yourself a bit of space in your head just that you can sort of feel that that kind of knowing underneath it um Mm. because you're None of us are. We're, we're not. When if if we believe that we're a victim of the circumstance that we're in, we'll see that played out. But if we realize that we have a creative role in our life, mm. and that then there'll there'll always be something to see, something to do, something to create, something to make from it.
1: Yeah, agreed. Something I've been saying a lot lately is like, what, what if there was no problem? because Great. this is the as you said the place that we orient from so often is like there's there's an issue here and something to be fixed and it's not that there's never any action to be taken but you can you can absolutely trust in that guidance and the the biggest thing is to not be afraid of it not be um not be scared because we have, we're clinging on to some kind of desired outcome. As soon as we can drop that, then there's nothing to be afraid of. You can walk, walk towards it gently.
0: Love it. Well, yeah, there we go. don't think I've got much else to kind of... Um... Say on that. I know that uh it's, so it's a much requested conversation. Um and I think, you know, I think for good reason because it is a very common experience that people have, and hopefully people will have heard something in there um that sparks something in them. But you you got everything you need in order to to figure these things out. No one is gonna be able to give you the perfect solution and 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 all those things and and those it's going to come to you in those moments of um where you're not lost up in your head like if you're like for the more time you spend in your head trying to figure it out upstairs it looks like it just it, it looks like that that actually is really not the place where insight comes from it's a really great place for doing sums and chopping stuff up and thinking about how to i don't know do stuff at work and all that kind of stuff but this kind of stuff this kind of stuff this has got to come from a deeper space this has got to come from you um Mm -hmm. and all you need do is just if you get caught up in your head you just notice that go for a walk come back into your body look at your hands notice where you are um Mm -hmm. and just and just continue to do that um and be on the lookout for that for those for those feelings and those knowings and and whatever mm. it is because they're coming they're in the post post I, like I, I think i had uh i don't know i think i had jamie say that um and it and it made me smile at the time but i think with most of these That's things there we can trust if you're looking in the direction the insights are in the post like you can you can bank on that
1: yeah often um both my teachers will say uh you know, but in in that contemplation, you know, where you ask for guidance, where you you ask a question, if you don't receive an answer, it's still an answer. Um, and we can kind of I mean God can like in my recent weeks and months, I've been there are certain things that I've been resisting in my own life to my own peril. And you know, that I'd love to hasten those things along, or seemingly on the surface, love to hasten those things along, but it, it's it's not um it's not a personal timeline. it's it every I can I can say consistently the guidance that I've been seeking comes but not necessarily when I want it to, which is fine. and with hindsight this is the thing that's so magical every time I I look back and I think yeah like it just it had to be that way. it had to be that way for whatever reason. I can see something now that I couldn't see before. It makes sense. And those, opening up to those experiences means that we can uh, be be more willing, be more willing to muster the courage up, you know, to to keep going on. Because we've got some kind of proof as opposed to
0: just, you know, like, Like
1: Oh, really hoping, hoping mm-hmm. Sam and Ellie are right, you're going to start to prove it to yourself.
0: Nice. I think that's a lovely place to leave it.
1: It is because there's a massive fucking pigeon outside and it keeps walking by the window. It's like eyeing me up like, I know you've called the pest control guy and he's coming on Thursday. You asshole. <laughs> so that's what the pigeon's saying and the girl's at. But could you hear them snoring? Through a little that? bit.
0: Only the odd snitch. So snitch. I was going to say the odd snitch. Smitch. The odd snitch. Snitch.
1: Nothing better than a hound snore in the background. The lull. Release dulcet the hound Tons of um, hound snoring. Righty yo.
0: Right team. Muchos. I was going to say muchos gracias. Muchos love. Love you
1: all. Yeah, all of that, and make sure if you're not, make sure you're in the Facebook group because God knows when this is going to wear, but. Whenever it is you're missing something. So make sure, don't, don't um what's the other thing? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to come back to that. Some saying about
0: not missing out on stuff. No oh, idea. Profoundly crow as ever.